Ew. Smells like it's time for another Shy Life podcast. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, it's the Shy Life podcast. Oh, there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. Hello. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy is right. <laughs> Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, Paul. Excellent. 641 641 641 641 Deals is here, aren't you, Deals? Yes, you are. You're here. You're here. <laughs> oh, he's being very cute. Um, although I've just been playing Fortnite with Warren and Troby, and he wasn't that happy with me um, playing with them. Were you, Deals? No, you weren't. He's not speaking that much. He has spoken a bit, but anyway, we're not here. We're not here to talk to Deals, although if he wants to talk, he's welcome. Because he's a, he's a pretty little gremlin, aren't you? Um, where was I doing? What was I, what was I saying? Yes, so um, what's this episode going to be about? Well, uh, I suppose um, we really ought to do something uh, to mark uh, a moment in history. A moment in history that... Um, that I didn't even bother to turn the TV on to watch, but it did generate a little chat uh, amongst uh, the regulars, and um, um, yeah, we 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 ended up having a little bit of a flight of fancy, you could say. Um, what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the coronation. Yes, deals the coronation. We have we have a king now, don't we, deals? We've had a king for about a year now. Um, Yes, uh, not really my cup of tea at all. But it did sort of feel like we should somehow mark the event. Um, and, and um, yeah. So, this is our coronation episode, and yet we don't really talk about the actual coronation. We talk about fictional coronations. You'll see what I mean when we start the episode. Let's run the theme music. All right, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. I mean, I'll, I'll go anywhere for a taste Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Yippee has. I love the Eddie's S, it's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat more body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all green. Yum, 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 yum. 
It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. So, yes, the coronation. Um, did you watch it, Cromarty? No, no, Paul, I, I, I didn't. Um, well, I was working um, at Kapow, uh, you know, supermarket for, for most of that day. I, I only have, like, you know, about a day's worth of shifts these days, but uh, at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people wanted to take the day off. And, oh, well, you know, it's not really for me. I I, I, I don't, um, well, you know, it's it's something that uh, um, other people like to watch, I think. Yes, I know, some people get very excited. Um I just don't find that any of those things really excite me anymore. I mean, I'm the same with Eurovision. Paul, it's quite different. I know Eurovision is quite different to a coronation of a king. Um, But um, I just can't get excited by it. I know, Paul. I know. I wish you to say that I wasn't really against, like, the monarchy. Um... I'm just kind of disinterested. Uh, they can do what they like, really. Um, but just don't just don't bother me about it, please. Uh, I don't know. If if uh, the monarchy brings more tourists to the country, then that's good, I guess. If if it doesn't, then it, it's not good. Then then whatever. I'm just not very good when it comes to like having to bow and scrape to. Um, you know, people who think they're better than you. Because, really, nobody's better than anybody. Or, well, I mean, except for really horrible people and criminals and nasty people deals. People who want to hurt kittens are definitely very, very bad. But, you know what I mean. I worked with people who thought they were senior and somehow better for many years at the college and ended up coming away thinking, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to have royal visitors that came to the college. I think we had the, I think we had the Queen. Um, when I first started, I did get introduced to, you know, like we had, to, we had to stand in one of the main rooms and as it wasn't even a very major royal person. I can't even remember who it was. It, it wasn't like one of the big the big ones um i got introduced to somebody and i couldn't tell you who they were and it just made me feel a bit anxious that i was expected to act a certain way or you know or although i sort of had to had to curtsy or whatever <laughs> um i just I, I i just met that one person there's a photo that my mum has of me meeting whoever this person was um and but after that, I, I never, I, I never met um, any of the royal visitors that came to the college. I could have done. My boss did. I just, just, I don't know. It just doesn't register with me at all. I can understand, um, like from, as you know, Lisa of Lisa and Troby fame of Round the Archives fame. Um, she's very interested in history. I, I can understand wanting to watch from a historical point of view if you're interested in history in that way. 
but um, that's that's sort of like a historical, a sort of slightly removed. It's a sort of living history. It's something that will be maybe talked about in history lessons in in a hundred years time or or whatever. It, it, it's yeah, I can I can understand that. I mean, I have met some royal people um, when I've been time travelling with Lisa, as you well know. Uh, but we were, they were very casual. You didn't get the feeling that they were, they thought they were better than you. They were interested in in us. Um, um, in fact, yeah, flirted at by one of them, if, if you remember. Hello. Oh, hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, who are you? Oh, um, Your Majesty. I am I am James the first of England, but uh, and and also the sixth of Scotland, which is terribly confusing. If don't you know? It is. It is. And who are you? Uh, your, your Your Majesty, my name is is Lisa, and this is my friend Paul. Oh, hello, Paul. <laughs> my uh, word. Hello, uh, Sir James. Um, Mr. James. C- come uh, over here, James. laddie. Come over you're, here. You're, you're, you you are quite high, aren't you? You're very highness. Oh, yes, yes. Though, oh, no, though for somebody who I like the cut of your jib, young man. Oh, well, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. y- y- would you Would you like a whiskey? Oh, I wouldn't I've, say I've, no. I've got I've got the hard stuff here. If you'd like it, if you'd like a taste of the hard stuff, I, I wouldn't say no. Um, Ooh, I think might get, like some hard stuff. Too. Get that down, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I, I'm not. I'm not terribly fond of whiskey. Th- but thank you. Do you majesty. not? Do you not like the whiskey, lassie? No, no, no. You majesty, no. Oh. Was that James the first? I can't remember now. Um, sorry. You see, I'm so fickle. I get flirted at by long-since-dead monarchs all the time. It, it just happens. Um, <laughs> that sort of sums up my dating life these days. I have more luck with long-dead monarchs than, than I do with living, um, anyway. Living persons, dears. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just not interested. You know, you, you watch enough episodes of Sons and Daughters... And sitting and watching people processing along the road in in sort of uh, and, and all that sort of stuff I just couldn't I just fall asleep it's just there's not enough plot there's just not enough plot not enough twi- twists and turns not enough people having facelifts and changing well I'm sure there are quite a few facelifts at that uh, coronation but there we go no it's just not the sort of thing I can just watch I just can't get excited I, I in fact I did watch lots of sons and daughters Oh, you did, Paul. Every time I came into the room, more sons and daughters. I know, absolutely. I had a marathon, I think. I must have watched about four or five discs worth um, over that weekend. But, um, yeah, I just I just find it very difficult to sort of focus or get any enthusiasm. Um, as I was saying, I didn't get invited to any parties. I don't know that I would have wanted to. I think the trouble is, well, since Brexit, any situation where we sort of somehow um, celebrate Britain just feels horribly nationalistic and to the point where it's, it's just so badly tarnished and so, I don't know, I feel ashamed to uh, sort of to say I'm British 
these days. Um, this country is such a mess these days, isn't it, Dios? Yes. So, yeah. It's difficult to find a halfway house where you're not too nationalistic and, and yet, I don't know, you just end up not doing anything because you don't want to be tarnished by how extreme it is. And yet, in other countries, perhaps they wouldn't feel like that. I mean, I would say I'm very, um, I'm very proud of the geography. I think there's, there's some good geography in the, uh, in the UK. You know, the Lake District, very good. Um, much to be applauded. Um, Scotland, uh, lots of nice mountains, lots of uh, lots of nice little villages, and uh, you know a lot of the cities are being totally ruined by new unnecessary building. But uh, yeah, it's the people I just you know I just have trouble with these days. You end up sticking with the people you know, and 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 know kind of have similar views to you. Nobody wants to get into an argument. Um, well, some people do. But, uh, yeah, not a great time. Um, I, I, yes, what I was trying to say was that um, with things like Eurovision, I used to enjoy things like that when it was a, when we had a party, when a load of us met at Harry's and we had, we had food and, and we watched it together. I just can't be bothered to do those sorts of things by myself, I, even though I like music. And I'm sure, well, I've heard at least one song in Eurovision that I really like a lot, but I just, I, I just can't get excited anymore I think I would do if I perhaps I was in a couple and the other person really liked Eurovision I just I just retired I just retired from it I mean we have done podcasts about Eurovision but anyway I'm going off the point you are either going off the point Paul yes yes um, yes we were talking about the coronation not Eurovision although this episode comes out around the same time as Eurovision um, and um, yeah it's taking place in the UK this year because the Ukraine won last year and they couldn't stage it over there obviously at the moment so it's being staged in the UK which means that a lot of people are getting very excited over here because they can actually take part or or you know maybe work behind the scenes or go t- to see it yeah. um, but Paul back to the coronation yes sorry back to the coronation just a lot I think a lot of these things they're more fun when you're in a gang of people who are celebrating them. It's like with Pride, like London Pride and or or Manchester Pride or Brighton Pride, although I never ever got to Brighton Pride. But, um, yeah, I was interested when I went down with a group of friends or we made a day of it or, you know, a lot of these things, um, you know, they don't seem to happen anymore. I don't think I can go along to half these things anyway now. Uh, not at the moment, anyway. Um... But, uh, so we've established you didn't watch the coronation. No, but nor did you. No, no, Paul, but, well, I might have done if I hadn't been working, although I was quite happy to, you know, um, to work if there was work to be had. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I, I believe, I believe Milo was working as well. Oh, was he? Oh, well. I think he was doing a night shift. Ah, well. So he would have been sleeping through it, much like he did through our relationship. Oh, cromity, harsh. Harsh but true. Dear. Okay. Uh, so I guess you can't expect um, too much detail about the coronation uh, on this episode. I did have some coronation chicken around the time of the coronation. I didn't watch any coronation street, or eat any quality street for that matter. 
that's a type of chocolate listeners if you don't know yeah yeah so like a box of chocolates but um but what did happen is that uh well i can't remember why we met now it was like a little coffee morning wasn't it yes paul you'd been at your parents and you came back and you you sort of asked everyone round for 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 morning tea and we got to talking about the coronation yes not all of us were as negative i think Tarula was very excited yes yes that's true she was very excited um i think bettina was excited from the point of view of um you know maybe getting to go to a big party was she invited um i'm not sure about that i don't well i think there there was some charity there were things going on she was very vague but uh, you know she knows lots of people oh yes she knows lots of people anyway we had this coffee morning and we got to chatting um about um yeah whether any of us would make good monarchs <laughs> yes it was rather ridiculous it was but it did make for a good chat and we did record it we did record our chat but before we go any further um i do have some other things to share i'm going to share with you more diary entries this episode from 1990 i i, I say this because uh there's an episode that's in the archives that Nick and I recorded early this year, I think, and we were comparing our 1990 diaries. This has nothing to do with the coronation, by the way, listeners. No, it's nothing to do with the, the coronation, but, as you know, most of these episodes do have sort of uh, other things inserted, whether it be a quiz, a certain park clip, or maybe some sort of chat. Exactly, and this is a chat. Well, a diary entry. Yes, Paul. Sorry, I, I did not mean to interrupt. Well, no, that's all right. Um, uh, listeners, what was I saying? Uh, yeah. So, Nick and I recorded an episode, which will be coming out soon, where we compared our 1990 diaries, which is, is actually quite an interesting episode. I know I would say that as it's my diary, but it's also Nick's diary. And, well, uh, it's interesting, I think, because, well... Uh, looking at the diaries after all these years i mentioned nick in the diary and, and and he mentions meeting him it's just sort of two diaries coming together <laughs> anyway um i do want to release that one but we covered a week i think and as far as me reading bits from the diary is concerned we haven't quite got there i need to share with you uh one more lot of diary readings um where it's just me talking about the diary um, and then we'll be up to date. And then I can release the episode with Nick and I comparing our diaries. If that makes any sense. Yes, Paul, yes, it makes sense. I understand. I'm sure the listeners do too. Good. I'm glad. So, uh, yes. Have a listen to a few more days of, of the life of 1990 Yeti. And I was 16 and still at school. And um, uh, I was surprised how busy I was. Things were a lot more busy than I remember. Writer's Circle, phoning people, writing letters, sharing videos, going places. It's a lot more active than I am today. But uh, anyway, this was a long time ago. So, yeah, have a listen to some diary. And then when we come back, I'll share with you the little chat we had that's sort of vaguely combination related. Or at least if you want to imagine how good a monarch each of us would make if we were king of the world or something. 
Yes, Paul. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Right. Have a listen to the diary, then we come back. Well, yes. All right. Shane, uh, Stefan, a tape and a letter, maybe. Um, um, Claire's a tape, Anna a tape. Hmm. The 50th day of doing the diary, Monday the 19th of February. 50 days already. Um, okay. I think originally it was a birthday of a pen pal of mine, but I think it might have been one I jettisoned. I don't recognise the name at all. Um, I'd written it in, but I cancelled it. I've written it out and put Au Revoir Pen Pal. <laughs> don't remember that name at all. Sorry I'm later than usual, not that it really matters. I don't suppose... I don't suppose. <laughs> I just watched a TV movie called Right to Kill, which was all about these two kids who'd been constantly beaten up by their father and finally killed him, but were sentenced was really good and a true story to boot today wasn't bad i appear to have my week laid up foot uh, laid out this was going to be half term week i appear to have my week laid out until at least thursday seeing a film tomorrow probably honey i shrunk the kids again blimey i really like that film paul came over today we had a boring morning i won on a computer game I can't have played for years, though, which was rather nice. Um, Graham and Mum went to town, and I cooked lunch. Tomato soup with Parmesan cheese. Burger, beans, potato. Is that right? I thought it would be chips or something, but... It's like potato. I'll just call it potato. As before, ice cream, sorbet, cherries... Or coffee. Or coffee. No, no, coffee. Sorry. I think I'm running out of ink. <laughs> um, cream, icing. What? Lemonade. Not altogether. It was scrumptious. Well, I reckon so. I cooked my breakfast this morning as a repeat showing in yesterday. But the result was very different. Had a bath... After lunch, have a bath. Just before Paul arrived, I'm not... <laughs> After lunch, we watched Six Million Dollar Man, Survival of the Fittest. I didn't realise they were showing Six Million Dollar Man on TV at this point. Um, all flares. Not bad, not great, neither. Post-wise, I got my Celestial Toy Room, Doctor Who mag, uh... That was from the Doctor Who Appreciation Society. Um, oh, 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 oh. 
Paul, after Paul had gone, I did some story called Rain and and stuff. Rang around, Harry, Nick. It can't be Paul. I can't have rung Paul again, surely, if he's been around the house already in the day. Also briefly rung Andrew and Andy, who may be able to get that fantasy book on Saturday. Let's hope so. <laughs> Did some tape to Elaine. Just must finish tomorrow. Can't read that bit. Get some... Get better... Get a better pen, I'd say. I can't read that. Oh, pen's better on the next page. Um, now on Tuesday the 20th of February, 1990. Um, I've got a bus ticket. I may coaches. Bus ticket... Um, the diary entry was written at 8.52 or maybe 11 o'clock or both. I watched an episode of Quantum Leap called Starcrossed, presumably from the first season. Gosh, yes, the pen is definitely better at this point. Um, hello, not so good today with the sad news from Lee of his cat's death. Oh, no. Oh, Andrew D returned Green Death and Ian L uh, wrote... I've written his surname. I don't recognise his name at all. Mm. I don't know if he wasn't a pen pal for very long. I took the bus into town and did a bit of shopping. Watched After Henry on on 3 now. Probably mean ITV. Um, posted Anna L's card. And I'm now about to watch Quantum Reap. That's all bye. Only joking. I went over to Paul H's today. Uh, I'd only seen him the day before. Uh, well, I suppose it is half term. Nice that we saw each other so much. Um, we had a game of Monopoly, which I lost. Mrs. Hillier cooked a meal, which was nearly as good as mine yesterday. Um, we then went to the cinema and ended up seeing Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which I didn't enjoy quite as much this time. I came on the bus straight home. Or I should have said I, I came home on the bus straight after. And after tea, did some computer stuff. Had a bath at about seven and then the fifth anniversary episode of EastEnders. Blimey. I've done a letter to poor old Lee and to Andrew R. and Andy. Sent money to him. Quantum Leap looks quite good tonight. As for tomorrow, I'm going to Harry's and to write a circle. Uh, checked it all with Danny, and now I've got a lot of this to sort out. Mustache, now on our 51st day of writing. All the best. Bye, Paul. Hmm. How nice. Right. Wednesday, 21st of February. Oh, the yeah, Listeners, you should see this. I mean, every page, every little bit of white space. It's like my poetry books uh, later became, you know, not a not a single little bit of, of, of white space to be found. Um, there was an episode of The Invaders shown called The Mutation or, or Just Mutation. Write a circle, seven, Harry's. And, uh, yeah, gosh. So many, so, so many little... This is written at the top of the page before we even get to the main diary entry. After my paper round today, I received a letter from Anna and also a tape, a video from Andy C., who I'm later told called me when I was out. We went into town and I posted letters to Lee, Andy, with £15 in it, and Andrew R., and actually arrived at Harry's a few minutes early. Well... Harry would always complain if I was late, or moan if I was late. Often I was 
reliant on being dropped off by my dad. You know, he was staying put and I had to get to him, whether it be by bus and then walking or whether it be in a car, um, depending, you know, what my dad was doing, what day of the week it was, um, holidays, etc. Yeah, yeah, rare for me to arrive early, but to be fair, Harry was mainly just sitting there. I mean, if Harry came to me, I think my parents, my mum or my dad would always pick him up. It was a point of contention, I can tell you. Anyway, I arrived a few minutes early on this day. We played on the computer, then went along to the out-of-town Tesco's near his home in Tollgate Road. The beaches, of course, in Tollgate Road. I bought the Daily Express. Oof, dear. I wouldn't do that these days. I used to buy the Daily Express. Well, when I was at one particular school, I bought the Mail and I bought the Daily Express. Well, when I was at a particular school, they used to have the Daily Mail and the Express. I used to take them at the end of the day for the Garfield cartoons, which I think was in the Express, and Snoopy, uh, Charlie Brown, whatever, in, in the Daily Mail. I was not interested in the political bias of any of these papers. I mean, my first experience of buying newspapers when I was, I don't know, 10 or 11 or whatever, it was always the Express or the Mail because it was manageable, hand handleable, um, tabloid style. Uh, I had no idea about political bias. It was just a much more handier newspaper to read. It seemed quite chatty and gossipy, but you wouldn't go near the Express or the Mail these days. Blimey. I bought the Daily Express as the reviewer was really going mad about Invaders, which is good, and may raise the ratings. I listened to my story. I listened to my story. Invaders recording copies whilst doing my paper round. Is this the tapes that I did? It's not a very good sentence, Paul. Go back and write it again. We shopped and cooked a lovely meal at Harry's house. Me, barbecue steaks. What? We used to do pizza, mostly. For once, I was nicely full, unlike last time, and instead, Harry felt ill. What am I complaining about? That when I go to Harry's, we have food and I'm not full enough. Well, that's... Well, when we got into the stage of doing pizzas, we always put far too much topping and always insisted on having to use every little bit of, you know, everything we bought. So our pizzas were piled high with topping. Um, anything but um, not full. I, you know, I certainly don't remember not being full when I went to Harry's house. <laughs> on one of my dashes over to the to the, the Southgate stores, that's not, Tollgate stores. On one of my dashes over to the Tollgate stores, one time to rid us of food evidence so that Mrs Fulton wouldn't be angry. <laughs> really? I dropped my wallet whilst going to get Harry's notch under false pretenses, but luckily getting it back by remarkable coincidence. More about that on a boring day. Blimey. I lost my wallet. I mean, don't let anyone say that 1990 was a boring year. Blimey, this is nearly as exciting as season four of Sons and Daughters. We watched the video of Andy's, now mine, the last three Blake Sevens. We saw Blake, Nostalgia Wash. Uh, Blake's the last episode of Blake Seven when there's lots of, well, tragedy. It's very exciting. After we'd mucked around with, it looks like ploppy birth, oh, ploppy, ploppy birdie vids. Um, well, I think that's what it says. I mean, Harry did have a budgie. Um, soaps, 
etc. I went over to Danny's hoping to steal a glimpse at a, a magazine but videoed Invaders without chance. That, I think I'm making some comment about the guy that, or the boyfriend of Danny's mum, or he was really often very sarcastic and not very nice. Uh, I don't know if he said something. I used the B word, saying he was bloody nasty. We went to writer's circle, only us. Rather boring. Bits in drink. Bits in the drink we were offered, maybe. Home. Paul wanted me to ring tomorrow. Watched videos. Computer. Busy. Andy sent Invaders Part 2 episode guide. Something about Graham's friends, but... Um, let's go to the next day. Thursday, 22nd of February, 1990. Meeting at Nick's this afternoon, 1 till 6. Um, something about uh, writing letters to my Auntie Jessie and maybe some others. That's, it's Anna L's birthday. Oh, well, did I mention a wonderful bit of news yesterday? Harry and I pushed a car, which was stuck near Tollgate Road. So there, ho-hum. I presume we pushed a car because somebody needed us to push it. How butch. Today, after doing my paper round, I did some video watching and some computer. Some computer. Invaders guide. I got a letter from Russell with an episode guide for the above. Oh, I thought Andy was sending me an episode guide of the Invaders. Really, the morning went too quickly. and I didn't do half the things I'd have liked. Watched Get Smart 2, 50-50. 50, or was that 50 out of 50? Oh, was it so-so? Um, in the afternoon, I went over to Danny's after an early lunch, i.e. around 12.30. Oh, Chris, yes, Chris was the boyfriend um, that was occasionally problematic. Chris wasn't there, and nor were the nice... The nice mags. What? I don't know what nice mags Danny might have had. Golly, which was a great shame. Uh... We went over to Nick's and watched some videos. Sherlock, Blake, Invaders, Avengers, etc. This must have been our watching afternoon we talked about. Um, saw a new Blake episode from season three, Harvesters, that would be Harvesters of Kairos, and borrowed some tapes and stuff. And an atrociously awful video message. Did, did, did we receive it or make it? Danny also played me a tape we did years ago. <laughs> I mean... Years ago, I'd only met him right at the end of 1987. So, goodness knows. <laughs> I'd only known him for two years or something. Two and a half years. So, years ago. We did this tape years ago. Um, Danny also played me a tape we did years ago. More another day. I've said that before. I hope I do come back to these stories. I know you were waiting with baited breathlessness. Dad collected me at about 6.30 and we had Chinese food. I watched EastEnders and then called Andy, who got the dosh. He got the dosh that I posted. And we'll buy this book, I suppose. Uh, it must have been a book that I wanted that I couldn't get in Salisbury. So Andy was going to get it for me. You couldn't go on Amazon those days. There was no such thing. Uh, I've been doing a letter to John, no, to Ian L., this guy I don't remember, since then, whilst watching Crystal Maze. Mr. Soaps may be able to see neighbours, though. Watching comic strip Oxford. Now, tomorrow, we'll see Harry and Paul, but Saturday, must stay in to be lazy. <laughs> My half-term is nearly over. Okay.
crossing Paul at 10.30 p.m. What? Harry at 12.30 p.m. What? No, that's not right. Round. I think you'll recognise them all. Uh, we just thought we'd have a little chat. Um, uh, so who, who's here? Um, uh, Yeti Uncle John. Uh, hello. Comedy. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, Bettina's here. Hello, my darlings. <laughs> um, oh, Deely's here. De- De- well, Deely already is king, aren't you? You really are. Yes, you really. Anyway. Um, August here. Oh, hello, yes, I'm painting, I'm painting events. Yes, uh, Martin's here. Ah, uh, yes, I'm here. As is Tallulah. Oh, yes, my dad and I'm here as well. And, um, well, that's everybody. Obviously, no ick, not at the moment anyway. Um, I know, we miss him. We do. And hopefully we'll get him back one day. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, hopefully we will, deals. Hopefully we'll get Ick back. But, you know, going to the other dimension. Yes, it's a very dangerous thing, isn't it? You can't just go back to the other dimension, you know, willy-nilly. No. No. So we'll see what happens. Hmm? We'll see what happens. Yes, yes. Don't worry about that today, Paul. Yes. Um, So we're, we're here and we're all having tea. And, and cake, and uh, we, well, we were just uh, chatting, and um, I decided it would be quite nice to record something, um, because Bettina brought up the subject of the coronation. Oh, I did, darling. <laughs> I, I like a big party. Yeah, yes. Well, um, I don't know, some, some of us are more excited about it than others, Ah, uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be watching. I'll do some gardening that afternoon. Oh, my darling, come on now. I'm, I'm, uh, I want you to watch it with me. Oh, Mum, I can't. Oh, we'll see. I would quite like to go to London and paint it. We'll see, darling. We might get an invitation. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, um, rather than talk about the actual people who, you know... I'm involved in the coronation because, quite frankly, I've lost track of what's going on and who's who these days. I mean, they always seem to be fighting, and you're supposed to be very interested in what they're up to, uh, or you're supposed to have an opinion. And quite frankly, I've barely watched the news in the last ten years to even know who's who. I, I was thinking the other day. Obviously, I know William and Harry, and I sort of know their wives names kate and megan is it megan other than, other than that as far as you know new royals are concerned i couldn't name any of harry or william's kids you know one of them's going to end up being king or queen is there a princess charlotte but i don't think she's there's a boy there's at least one boy is there three of them now i really don't know 
I really don't know because I don't really care. Um, I don't know, um, you know, presuming things continue the way they are at the moment, I guess I might still be alive when William is king. He's the same age as my brother. Yes, he is, Giles. Yes, William is about a week older than Graham. Now, my mum was in hospital. There was a bit of a thing about other, the other mothers um, maybe having their babies the same day as William was born. Oh, you know, exciting. But, uh, yeah. Maybe my brother was due. I don't know if he was a bit late. I don't know. I can't remember. I was too young. But, as I say, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I doubt I'll live beyond William. That's if I even get that far. Um, I don't know who will be king or queen after William. I mean, I don't quite know how it works. I presume William's the next one after Charles. I'm sure in the olden days, the other princes would have got a chance. Edward or Anne or, no, probably not Andrew. Um, I'm sure, sure back in the day, it would have gone along sideways before you went down to the next generation. But again, I'm probably wrong. And, and people didn't live as long back in the day. This would know. Why the children of the oldest royal person are in preference to brothers and sisters. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't want to talk about the real royal family because I know so little about what's going on and any of this. So I'm not, I'm not really qualified to speak as I say, I'm not necessarily a Republican, but I'm disinterested. <laughs> um, but I am interested in everyone's theories of whether they would make a good king or queen. Oh, Paul. <laughs> yes, that is a funny subject to discuss. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, whether uh, you'd be king or queen of England, I mean, that's kind of um, unlikely. I mean, that really is a flight of fancy. Imagine, though, um, I don't know, some desert island somewhere, you know, or, or a small country like Berguria. Imagine if you, you got the chance to be king or queen or, of, of a city the size of London or, or, I don't know, an island the size of London. or You know, so you did have some subjects. What sort of king or queen would you be? Do you even think you'd be good at being a king or a queen? Um, who wants to go first? This is like a little chatterbox, I suppose. Usually the chatterboxes are with Trevi and Lisa and Toppy and um, Warren, maybe, and Nick and Martin. But uh, imagine this is our own little um, chatterbox gang um, for, for, for a change. Oh, it's nice to be invited. Well, to be fair, you and Cromarty are often on chatterbox episodes. Yes, we are. This is true. Yes. Um, so who wants to go first? Cromarty, do you think you'd make a good king? Oh dear. I really don't think... I really don't think I would, Paul. No? No, he's too nice. He's too nice. Can you, can you imagine? Cromarty, you know, off with his head. Oh no, I would never want anyone's head to be offed. No, no. Um, well, I mean, monarchs aren't really like that today. I mean, I do always feel that they must be very self-centred or very self... You know, it's all about them. Um, I don't know. Uh, how, um, you know, 
how generous are they really? If you've known you're going to be a king or a queen for all your life, if you were, you know, were a child and you know that one day you'll be, you really must screw up your personality. <laughs> it must, you must need a lot of therapy. And, and also, when you're the brother of somebody who's going to be a king or queen, you know, that, that, must, that must really uh, mess you up as well. It must be pretty horrific to be a king or a queen. Unless, somehow, it must take a lot of getting used to. <laughs> Although, if it's the only thing you've known, I, I don't, I don't know. Yes, but you're right, though. I, I don't think, I don't think I would make a very good king because I'm too soft. You are very soft, Robertie. <laughs> yeah, I'll poke you in the stomach. You're, you're definitely very soft. Oh, <laughs> yet, Uncle John, not like that. You know what I mean. You would probably. Well, you like to look after people. You have a very sweet and gentle persona, personality. Um, I, I do think that um, you, you'd find it quite hard to make the sort of decisions that, uh, you know, if you were the man at the top. Yes, Paul, I, I, I don't think I could. And I definitely couldn't have been, like you say, a, an old-fashioned monarch, the off-with-your-head type uh, I can't imagine how, how arrogant, how, you know, to think that you had the the power to do that, it's it's horrendous. Yes, but that was a very long time ago. Um, and, and, and I agree, I, I, I couldn't, uh, um, I couldn't imagine thinking that you had the right to do that. But, uh, but then, you know, it's because we come from now and they came from then. Things are very different, and things are very different now. Um, is is there anything you particularly like to do as king? I I don't know. I think I think maybe I would abolish <laughs> the the monarchy, but because I don't think that people um, should be ruled over. But then again, you know, different countries they need different figureheads, don't they? So, uh, who's to say um, they're not uh, of use, but uh, it just wouldn't be me. I, I, I can't imagine being a king of, of any country, no matter how big or small. That's fair enough, that's fair enough. I think you'd be better as a sort of, I don't know, um, a right-hand man or, 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 or an expert in, in what you're good at. Um, yeah, you might be right, Paul, but uh, some of those people, uh, they they would get into trouble as well, wouldn't they? Or they would drop out of favour. No, that's always the, the problem. It depends who your king was. Oh, yes, Paul. <laughs> it, it would depend. Um, who else? Who, who, who else would like or dislike being a monarch? Um, Tallulah. Oh, my darling, me as queen? Oh, I don't know I could. I think I'd be a bit like Cromartie. I mean, I I love the royal family. I'm very interested in all that sort of thing. I have all the tea towels. Uh, I have, I have like, um, plates and, and cups. And, and I love that Diana. Oh, she was, oh, it was so tragic. And, 
And I, I, I loved her. She was wonderful. Sure, sure. Um, so what, you think you're more a subject than than a, a leader? Oh, yeah, well, I guess I am a sort of leader because I run my own music school. <laughs> I guess I am the queen of the music school. Oh, yeah, you, you are, Mum. Definitely. Uh, yes, I, I suppose I never thought about it like that before. I guess I could, you know, but I don't think I could lead a whole country. I think leading a school is quite enough. It's quite a lot of work, isn't it, Mum? Yes. Um, oh, Re- Reginald and I, um, we can be king and queen, and you can be prince, Martin. <laughs> yeah, Mum, all right. Oh, yes, talking about uh, Reginald, why, why isn't he here today? Oh, uh, we had to leave him at uh, the school. We needed somebody to, to uh, even though it's the holidays, we needed somebody to stay and man the phones. Oh, yes, he volunteered. Oh, well, that's very nice of him, very nice of him. Who who, who else? Um, um, August? Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't think that uh, I would want to be king. No, uh, I, I like to blend in in the background, as you know. A lot of my acting work has been like that. I prefer to watch and observe, um, you know. Obviously, I do my painting now, and, well, uh, that that's the same thing, I guess, uh, to when I was an actor. Uh, as a painter, I, I sit and observe. I, I sit on the uh, sidelines and I paint what I see. Sure, yeah. So maybe more of an observer. If you were in the spotlight, you couldn't get away with uh, observing quite as well, perhaps. I think you're right, Paul. No, I wouldn't want to be king. Uh, perhaps, perhaps like gravity, I, I could be, you know, there to um, preserve, um, you know, some of what was going on. Like, the, the, the royal lifestyle. I'll be careful about that, August. You never know what you might see. <laughs> yes, well, um, I think, you know, we're already establishing that perhaps, um, you know, it's a bit like sometimes you hear famous people sort of saying, yeah, the idea of being famous is really good fun, the idea of it, but in reality, you can get sucked up into it and and it can end up sort of um, really not being half as much fun what with the press chasing and all that all that sort of thing what do you think Bettina because you've been more closely associated with famous people than any of us I think oh darling um, yes you're right I mean I have uh, I have been around a lot of showbiz people I've been to a lot of parties um, but I don't know the sort of acting I've done, I you know, I, I was in a lot of films, but they were, they were more B movie films. Uh, they, they definitely had a, a cult following, and you know, people are still interested in the films I was in, uh, back then, now, and you know, and I'm regarded as a bit of a, a queen of the uh, B movie scene, as as uh, you might say. But uh, yes, things were different. I mean. To be fair, the majority of my films, the ones I'm best known for, were made by quite small studios, sometimes European studios. Sometimes they weren't seen outside of their own country for for many years. 
it wasn't like working in Hollywood. Um, and, you know, the money wasn't necessarily that great, not compared to some of the ridiculous sums you hear these days. The film industry I was part of was quite different to uh, a lot of that, and I would say far more interesting than a lot of what goes on today. It's all contracts and managers and deals, and uh, the acting almost seems secondary to uh, all of the business. It, 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 uh, I have one or two friends who are quite A-listers, I won't name them, but you know who you are, <laughs> darlings, I love you. Um, and yes, you know, I've known people like Andy Warhol. Uh, I've known a lot of people that have been very famous and are a bit like August with his painting. I've observed from, from the outskirts of fame and... Uh, uh, it's, it's, um, yes, it, it's a lot. It is a lot. And I'm not sure how much fun it is, but it's been fun being me and um, going to all these parties and, oh, the fashion and the changing fashions and uh, meeting people and uh, realising that uh, famous people are, some of them are very interesting, some of them are very boring and, you know, some of them have been very lucky. Some of them have been very talented. Some of them have just been in the right place at the right time or have known the right people. It's it's, it's a higgledy-piggledy of, uh, you know, um, situations. There's no rhyme or reason. People don't necessarily get to the top because they deserve to get to the top. Some of them do, some of them don't. Uh, it's interesting to see how they cope. Some of them are given a lot of help. And then sometimes that help goes, and they flounder. Uh, it's, it's, you know. Um, so I can only imagine being a king or a queen is an absolute nightmare, unless you've got, you've got the sort of personality where you can just sort of float through it all and just enjoy things. And, and I guess, you know, um, nobody really knows quite what... It's like behind the scenes, you know, even if you work at Buckingham Palace, you don't really know what it's like to wake up in the morning knowing that you're the King of England or the Queen of England or it's, um, yeah. I don't know if it's just an age thing, darling, but uh, I, just, I just tend to, to, to think that it, it, it would be very anxiety-inducing. I can't really see the fun in any of it. I think it would just be one thing after another. I love a party, as you know. Oh, yes, you do, my dear. I do. I'm known for going to parties, and but the parties I go to are, are well, you know, they're different. Um, I like the fashion. I like the handsome men. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, well, you know what I mean. Um, I do like it, but even for me, you know, maybe it's a party every month or so. Back in the day, it was probably a, two or three parties a week. But even so, the things that royal people have to do, you know, unless you're getting on, I guess, in, the, in, in which case perhaps you don't do as many social functions. But it, it's something every day. It's having to look smart every day. I know when you see me, I'm always very glamorous, <laughs> I like to think. Oh, yes, but you're, you're, you're ever so glamorous. 
Oh, yes, yes. Of course, uh, that's what you're known for, Bettina. Yes, well, thank you, darlings. But I also like to have days when I can just flop around in a very floaty dress, um, you know, without really makeup on, uh, getting my hands messy in the garden, you know, flip-flops. <laughs> I have days, believe it or not, I have days when I'm not being glamorous. And although, you know, I, I know, um, I'm sure the Queen didn't, didn't have to be glamorous every day, um, or dress up every day, but she probably did a heck of a lot. And I, I just think it must get to the point where you're like, oh, no, not not another um, cheese and wine do, or, or not, not another soiree, not more canapes, oh, blimey. I just want to slob out, um, sit in the bath all day. I mean, how often did she get a chance to do that? Never, probably. Very rarely. Um, no, I... I I find it difficult to imagine, but I can only imagine that it gets very boring very quickly or it just becomes like a job. And although people would say, oh, you know, they're so lucky and all that sort of thing, I I would think it would be pretty awful. <laughs> oh, well, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Do you think there's anything good about being a king or queen? I think it depends, darling. I think it depends what you get out of it. I think it depends on how much, um, you know, you get to be you or whether you stop being able to be you. That may sound silly, but... Uh, it must be, yeah, it must be like you're playing a, a part all the time. But, again, um, it does sound a bit like a soap opera, but I'm not sure, you know, it's quite the soap opera that I, I would want to watch. There's plenty of twists and turns, but, but perhaps they're all pretty relationship-based. I don't know. Too glamorous as well. I never liked the soap operas where everyone was super rich. I can only take so much dynasty. Um, everyone's just too rich. I think that's why I like Sons and Daughters because uh, you, know, you, you do have a richer family but you also have poorer families. And uh, Having watched lots of episodes of Dynasty, all I can remember is lots of business meetings and, uh, and deals. Uh, and after a while it gets very tiresome. I think it's because I'm not really interested in, you know, I'm not very ambitious, I'm not very interested in... When I have friends and and I see them, like, talking on LinkedIn about their jobs, I just giggle and think, oh, God, that's not the person I know. They're, they're, they're pretending to be interested in their work. It just, But it just seems like kids playing grown-up stuff. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, um, thanks, Bettina. Is there anything you would do as Queen... Sorry, I should have asked everybody else this. Well, I did ask you, Cromarty. Yes, Paul, yes. Uh, Tallulah Martin, is there anything particularly... Um... I make it a law that you should only work one day, and every, after every day you get a day off. I don't worry too much about um, days of the week, you know. But, yeah. So, so would you get rid of weekends? Oh, I don't know. No. Good point. No, but maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe, uh, working day, day off, working day, I just have lots of days off, yes, I mean, you know, well, I don't think I'd make a very good queen, would I? I liked the idea, sort of, that you were suggesting, but yes, whether it's practical, I'm not sure. Oh dear, 
What about you, Martin? Uh, I'd give everybody a scratch and sniff card so that everyone could smell stuff. Okay. Um, August? Oh, uh, free um, art materials. Yes, as much as anyone wanted. Okay. Uh, uh, Bettina? Free champagne with every purchase. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, who haven't we spoken to? Uh, Tadula, Martin, Cromarty, August, Tina. I think that just leaves you, yes, Uncle John. Well, and you. Yes. Um, now, I hesitate to say this, but I think you'd be a bit of a dictator, yes, Uncle John. Oh, charming, you think I would be a dictator? Well, just based on previous experiences, you know, remember Yudgeness? Yudgeness was a great success. Yes, yes, but if I remember rightly, you thought that Yudgeness was going to be all about you, whereas in real life, it was actually about you doing stuff for other people, and that was quite unusual for you. Oh, thank you, yes, well, uh, I realised that it was nicer to give than receive. Oh, goodness. I never thought I'd hear you say that, Yitty Uncle John. Yeah, I, I like to give. I like to give. Um, uh, what would it be like if I was the king? I think that I would make a very good king. I would uh, I, I would rule over everyone, and as long as somebody did me cheese on toast or baked beans on toast for tea, I'd be quite I'd be quite happy. Me and the magpies, yeah. I think, I think I'll make a good king. Dear old dear Paul. Okay. Uh, what about you, Paul? Um, gosh. You're done already? I thought you'd have more to say. I might do. I just wondered what you thought. I, I, don't, I don't think that I would want to be king. I think, if anything, I would rather be... Um, I, I'd rather be an advisor. But, like Tanula said, um, um, perhaps... You know, uh, I'm ruler of the podcast. I can organise that, but that's not the same as being a king. No, it is not. But yes, yes, yes. maybe you could be uh, head of communications. Well, the thing is, that would be if I was, like, head of communications to your king, it would be all about you, wouldn't it? I'd be making communications about you, not me. Oh, I see. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean, as the um, the, the the ruler over the Charlotte podcast, uh, I like to make decisions. I like to, I like to give different people their moment in the sun. Uh, you know, I, I like shows to be about all of you, uh, but I still like to have the final say. Um, I think being head of communications or something where it was just about you and not, never about me would, would be no good because I like the attention to be on me sometimes when I want it to be on me, not when I don't want it to be on me. I'm sure that sounds very weird, but um, but it, but it's 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 how it is. Oh, darling, yes, I know what you mean. I like to participate more than observe. I, I don't think I would want to be on the sidelines. I don't know. Um, yeah, 
I can't imagine dedicating myself to somebody else's cause, you know, completely. I'd always want to have my own project, my own thing to do. Uh, and so I don't think, no, I don't think I could be a king. Oh, well, Paul, then you won't want the job of head of communications then. I'm afraid not, your Uncle John, I'm afraid not. Oh, well, it's, that's a pity, that's a pity. Yes. Has everyone had a say? Martin, I feel like you haven't said much. Or did I forget? <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I I don't think I could be a king anyway. Uh, I like, uh, you know, I like um, helping out. I like, uh, you know, mum's my queen. I like, like to help her. Oh, my darling, you're so sweet. Well, it's true. It's true. Oh. Well, um, I think most of us have decided we don't really want to be king or queen, but some of us have decided we quite like to be on the on the edges of um, the whole thing. Some of us just want to go to the parties or wear the dresses. Oh, yes, yes. Well, I, I, I meant Bettina. No, no, yes, yes, yes. I mean, yes. No, darling, <laughs> but only once a week or something. Once a month. And I think most of us think that largely it would be very annoying, very unpleasant to, to be king or queen. Um, well, so really, we're quite glad that uh, uh, they are doing that job rather than us. Um, well, I think that's about it. That's probably quite enough on the subject. Oh, darling, well, I think it's time we had some more cake, don't you? Yes, I'll go and put the kettle on. No, no, I'll do it, I'll do it. Yes, yes. Uh, Gromity, uh, uh, bring us more cake and and tea, or or it'll be off with your head. Oh, Yeti Uncle John, don't you talk to me like that. Tea and cake, no decapitating, please. Thank you. I want you to all uh, end the day with your heads firmly attached to your shoulders, please. Thank you. I don't know. Dear, oh dear. Uh, listeners, a little bit more from the diary, then when we come back, it'll be time to say goodbye. Friday 23rd of February. Hello again. I've quite a little to tell you, or even quite a lot, pardon. Oh well. Oh well, where was I? On this 54th day of writing. I went into town about 9.30 and posted off Paul C's tape to him. Some of these names, they must have been pen pals I had for quite a short space of time. I don't recognise Paul C. I mean, I'm Paul C, but this is a different Paul C. Did a bit of shopping and decided after listening to RPS2, Nick's tape scene, I decided I would do one myself. A-L-B-O-E. A little bit of everything. Yeah, I think I did about one issue. <laughs> I passed the word around. Phoning Nick and Danny, telling Andrew R, who rung tonight after 9pm. Whether it'll come to pass, I cannot say. Due to my little projects being in and out of fashion. <laughs> what? The trouble in those days was getting, doing a tape scene and actually getting people to listen or getting people to even know it existed. I mean... Nick did put adverts for his podcast in some Doctor Who-related magazines. And obviously we knew people, pen pals, but it's difficult to spread the word in those days. It's still difficult to spread the word now, but even harder in 1990. 
No post of any note today. Junk mail. I reached Paul's house just after 10.30 and we played Monopoly, of which I lost by over a £1,000, but did actually make a profit from the original amount. At 12.30, in fact a little earlier, I bumped into Harry before our arranged meeting. We ended up going to Pizza Hut and wandered around town until 3.15pm. At the bus stop, I met Neil, who uh, was also going home. Neil was somebody, or we've mentioned him on the diary before. He was in my class at school. Had a bit of a sleazy reputation. But he was, an, he was a nice guy. Just a normal teenager, really. Because, what, in 1990, I was 16, 17. Um, we were in the fifth year at school at this point. Um, yeah, this is the year I did my GCSEs. I say, it's a good, it's an interesting year to have uh, a record off because um, quite, quite, well, it's already a busy year and that's before some big things even occur. That's before, that's before some big, and, that, and that's before some big things occur. Um, did some collecting on reaching home and had tea. That might be newspaper collecting the newspaper money. Um, after the soaps, I, which I guess I mean Neighbours and EastEnders, so I didn't watch Coronation Street at this stage. After the soaps, I flicked through some of the videos. I'll tell you why I didn't watch Coronation Street, because Coronation Street was, to a certain extent, um, responsible for Doctor Who being axed. Because, but they wanted to get rid of Doctor Who, but they put it opposite Coronation Street and then were able to say, look, the ratings are really poor. But yeah, put Doctor Who opposite the most popular programme. You know, well, Coronation Street, Neighbours, both both popular in 1990, but put Doctor Who opposite Coronation Street. And then don't, you know, of course, you're not going to get good ratings. But uh, anyway, that was a long time ago. After the soaps, I flicked, I flicked through some of the videos and watched Nick's Tom Baker, Mythmaker, which was good, and printed up some letters. That would have been Tom, Tom Baker's Mythmaker. That would have been a, an interview with Tom Baker, um, which was good, and printed up some letters and my video list. Tried to do a title sequence for the tape scene, but it went wrong, so I'll have to try again. No rush. Tape ready to send to Elaine. Busy today, but tomorrow, nothing. Lazy day. Saturday, 24th of February. Lazy day. Some mention of the actress Glynis Barber. I must have watched something with her in... She, she was in Blake 7 and Dempsey Makepeace. And I don't really know why I've mentioned her here. Land of the Giants got 4.2 million and was fifth. And the Invaders got 3.14 million and was tenth, which is not so good. Um, au revoir. What? I'm not so sure that's right, but here I am again. Au revoir. Isn't that goodbye? Au revoir. I'm not sure that's right, but here I am again. Au revoir. That's goodbye, isn't it? <laughs> um, in darkness, watching Blake 7. More about that later. In the morning, I collected the paper money, delivered the papers, and also listened to Andy C's old audio message, which if he allows me, I will use one or two things from on this tape zine. I worked on some of the first side of Albo, which although with many doubts about distribution, I'm determined to continue with due to something Lee said, it'll never last. Probably not. 
but I don't want to give up so easily as my stories aren't coming so quickly of late. We watched the last Blake episode after tea, I think it was. In the afternoon, though, I let Graham drag me through muddy fields and such. That's, <laughs> that sounds like the sort of thing I'd have done to him. I usually liked walking through muddy fields. Nothing special happened today, my lazy day. A bit of this, a bit of that, computer-wise. Did, religi- did religious education homework and watch Nick's latest Blake tape from season one with Dad. Oh, no, with, Ju- <laughs> with Jewel, Project Avalon and Breakdown, which are all pretty good, really, especially Jewel. Um, heard from Heather and Jeanette today and called Nick and Elaine. She was out. I received a phone call from Lee at about 830 and he seems okay. Of course, he would have been mourning his cat. Poor cat. Andrew Arvong, just after nine. We also had a chat about Exospace. That's that convention. Lee seems to want to meet. And gave me his wasp. What? And gave me his wasp anecdote. Well, that's about it. I'm watching Breakdown now. For now, I will break down and abort. I think... That's a pun on episodes, perhaps. Blake Seven episodes. Bye for now. Um, yeah, Lee lived in London. He lived in Crystal Palace. Um, I remember meeting him maybe at Longleat once. And then eventually I used to go and visit him in Crystal Palace. But that was very much in the Sutton Park era. Lee and I lost contact in about 2000. But in the 90s, well, particularly the sort of... I don't know, 93, 94, until 2000, we used to meet a great deal doing Sutton Park. Um, But I don't know if I was travelling up to London by myself. I had done it with Nick. I was beginning to travel to London uh, at this point. Anyway, Sunday 25th of February. Uh, There's lots of little bits at the top of the page I can't read. Uh, uh, End of half term. I'm clearly sad about that. Sob. Yes, believe it or not, I'll be back at school tomorrow. Oh, well, where was I? I've done that much today. I haven't done that much today. I did the paper round. The last time I'll be doing the regular round. And from now, I'm only doing Friday, Saturday and Sunday rounds. Hmm. Didn't know that. I had a bath and my breakfast. And Elaine called and we chatted. She's got neck trouble now. Ears, eyes, neck. It's working down. Whatever next. The rest of the day has been a mixture of video, watching, Invasion of the Dinosaurs, episodes two to six. Don't know why I don't have episode one. I mean, for those of you who don't know, in 1973, no, three or four, whenever it went out, I know it was made around the time I was born, so maybe it didn't go out until early 74. Um, Invasion of the Dinosaurs, the first episode, to not give away the fact that dinosaurs were in it. The first episode was called Invasion. There was also a Patrick Troughton story called The Invasion, which at some point got ditched. Well, a lot of it got ditched. Bits of it exist today. But anyway, uh, they were getting rid of it. And for some reason, Invasion of the Dinosaurs, the, the episode called Invasion, got caught up in it and was also ditched. It's maybe inaccurate. Anyway... So episode one, for a long time, only existed on a black and white print, which has since been colourised. 
It's one of my favourite stories. Anyway, it's got very bad special effects in places, but it's still a great story. I don't know how I got a video of Invasion of the Dinosaurs, probably from Andy. I also watched Orbit and Warlord, which is rather good. Graham had a nice fight, and I've done Letters to Auntie... What? And I've done Letters to Auntie Jessie, Shane, Heather and Jeanette. And also the beginning of One to Stuart. I'm afraid I've been rather harsh of him after he was rude about Land of the Giants and the Invaders, but it serves him right. Oops. I've done some research for Lee, which may help his cartoon his cartoon book. Candyman once? What? Candle was that Candleman? We did we did do a we did play with doing a I mean he was a very talented or maybe he still is very talented artist and we were going to do a sort of I don't know if it was going to be a comic book or whether it was going to be what it was but anyway he certainly did comic book characters and turned us all into I was Candleman because Chandler is a well a seller of things like candles and things to do with ships and boats and anyway I was Candleman I don't know if this is when this was all happening I'm watching Bergerac now, and Alfred Lynch was in it, from Curse of Fenric. Not bad. Alfred Lynch, is that right? Land wasn't bad today. On a clear night, you can see Earth. Andy hasn't rung yet, which is a pain. I only hope he... <laughs> this is terrible. I only hope he isn't into embezzling. Well, he's stolen my £15. Gosh, what's he going to run away to a, an island? I was obviously expecting to hear from Andy about this book, and he'd not called, and I was fearing that my £15 had been embezzled. Uh, nineteen ninety, Paul, you're ridiculous. Well, that's about... Well, I mean, I don't say he definitely did it. I think I'm probably being sarcastic. I think I know that Andy wouldn't run off with my £15. That's about it for now. School, sob. Yeah, bye for now. Uh, I put Bergerac, title unknown. <laughs> Not the observant. Uh, that's it for now. Oh dear, the next entry is written in that awful pen that's not very... Or maybe it's faded over the years. I did sometimes write in biro and did go through phases of writing with a, a fountain pen. Because one of the schools I was at... I mean, not the school I was at when I wrote this diary, but one of the schools I was at... We all had to use fountain pens. I did, I did get quite keen on fountain pens for a while. But anyway, enough of that. listeners i don't know if this episode has been a success but it has marked a moment in history in a way in a very strange weird way um yeah even if we've all decided that we're not that interested in a lot of what's going on and we wouldn't want to be doing their job i think you know it was an interesting um uh subject to consider but uh yeah 
Um, not for us, I don't think. But luckily, we're not going to be asked. So uh, I think we're safe. I think we're safe. Oh, yes, Paul. I don't think anyone will ask us to be uh, to be the king or queen. But we can all be um, the, the rulers of our own little worlds. Yes. Whether it be a podcast or... Or, um, or, or a music school, or, or, or whatever. Yes, Paul. We don't need to run the whole world. No. I think often the people who most want to be powerful are the people who shouldn't be allowed to be powerful. Oh, yes, Paul. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. Well, listeners, uh, that's it for now. We've got more episodes in the can. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the 1990 Diaries as well. There will be, as I say... An episode coming up in a month or so where Nick and I compare our 1990 diaries. Who oh, is Paul? If you show him yours, he'll show you his. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. Um, oh, dear. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, we'll be back again soon. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Yes, it is. I'm sorry you weren't able to come to the tea party this afternoon. Oh, that's fine. Somebody had to stay and man the phones. Did, did, did you get many calls? No, no. But, you know, you, 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 have to, uh, you have to have somebody here. We may not have any classes on at the moment, but, uh, well, you know, people always calling in or sending in emails about uh, joining us. So, yes... Okay, well, I just wanted to ask you very quickly, uh, as I asked the others earlier, what do you think it would be like to be King of England? And would you like the job? Oh, are you offering me it? Uh, no, I don't have the power to offer you that job, but I just wondered whether you have ever thought about um, whether it would be something you'd like. Oh, golly, I, I hadn't really considered it. Um, yes, well, I guess uh, there must be quite a lot of work involved. Um... I'm not sure. I guess you would get to see a lot of places and meet a lot of people. But what if you weren't feeling in the mood? I mean, that must be very difficult to deal with. You know, keeping up enthusiasm. Um, pretending that you're happy to be somewhere when actually you're not really that happy to be somewhere. Yeah, there must be days when you're not in the mood, but you have to go all the same. Did anybody say they'd like to be king or queen? Um, most people said they'd like to be on the outside looking in. Or maybe advising. Some people said um, they're quite happy to be, I don't know, like um, Tallulah, queen of her own domain with the music school. Oh, yes, yes. Well, she is our queen. That's what Martin said. Yes, yes. There was only one person who really said they'd like to be king. Oh, don't tell me. Was it yet to Uncle John? It was, yes. Yes, yes, I thought so. Having lived with him for those few weeks, it was like living with a queen or or a king. Uh, And yet it's strange because in turn, the magpies treat him like a a servant. So, yes, he 
he likes to be waited upon, uh, and yet the magpies also like to be waited upon, and when the magpies say something is going to happen, then Yeti Uncle John does everything for them. So it's, it's a strange situation where he wants to be king, but, but he also lives with birds who, um, well, rule over him. Yes, I remember when Toppy came to visit at one point. Well, we, we house-swapped, and uh, Yeti Uncle John really did treat him like uh, he was a, a servant of some kind. He had a bell, and, and he would sort of rig it when he wanted a cup of tea. You know, it could be three o'clock in the morning, he'd ring the bell. Oh dear, yes. I think um, um, Yeti Uncle John would not make a very good king. He'd make, well, he, he would and he wouldn't, depending on what makes a good king or queen. He certainly has the uh, entitlement, doesn't he? Oh, I, I am afraid he does, yes. Oh, well, never mind. Um, well, uh, it, it's, it's a funny subject to discuss, but, uh, yeah, I don't think any of us really want the job. So it's a good thing that nobody wants us to be king or queen. I think so, Paul. Yes, I think so. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Where is everybody? Oh, oh, where is my afternoon tea? Oh, 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 I am terribly sorry, uh, King Yeti Uncle John. Um, uh, 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 we're running slightly late today. Oh, that's not good enough. I'm, I'm King Yeti Uncle John. I expect my scones and jam and tea at exactly the same time every afternoon. I can't believe it. Well, somebody will have to pay. Uh, yes, uh, I quite understand King Yeti Uncle John. It is very, very difficult. It's just that we are very short-staffed at the moment. Short stuffed. There's more of you little people out there than uh, uh, know what to do with. Uh, it's, no, it's, it's not an excuse. Somebody's going to have to pay. It may have to be you. Oh, oh please. Please, yeah. uh, King Yeti Uncle John. Uh, uh, I, I promise uh, we will do a better job next time. Oh, I know. I think uh, uh, I've had enough excuses. Uh, my stomach is rumbling. Uh, I, I want that scone and jam. I wanted it five minutes ago and it's not here. So there's only one thing for it. Oh no, please. Please, King Yeti Uncle John, no. No, I'm sorry. No, you're going to have to take responsibility for this. You're going to have to pay. So I'm afraid there's nothing for it. But, uh, um, so uh, I'm going to say the magic words. Um, uh, yes, uh, this one here. Off with his head. 
Oh no, please. No, no, no. Oh yes, absolutely. Off your head. Now, 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 please. Yes, yes. Wake up. Get Uncle John, wake up. Where's the... What? 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 Oh. Oh dear. I was having a dream. Yes, I think you might have been. You were talking in your sleep. Oh, was I? Well, what did I say? He said off with his head. Well, what were you dreaming? Oh dear. Yes, I was dreaming about being king. My scones and jam were late. So uh, I was just dealing with the staff. Were you now? Oh, thank goodness you're not king. I'd make a very good king, Paul, I have, you know. No, you wouldn't. As I say, anybody who wants to be king probably shouldn't be king. Especially you, Yeti Uncle John. Oh, that's charming. Charming, I tell you. I don't know, Yeti Uncle John. You're such a dictator. Oh, it's not my fault. It was only a dream. I wouldn't be like that in real life. I'd be a nice king. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Oh, charming. Charming, charming. Like a very nice king. I'd give everyone the day off work. Uh, at least once a year. Oh, dear. I really like to have a crown. Uh, have it polished. Yeah. Once a day. Yeah. Twice a day, maybe. Yeah. Have it all buffed up and shiny. I look great in nice robes. Yeah. Nobody wants to be king. Oh. <laughs> he ain't all that shy. No. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, kitty, kitty, dearie. Purple, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> oh, I love Didi. What the hell just happened on this show? I mean, seriously, reverse it, because I lost. Six hundred forty-one. 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 Six hundred